This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz with Longleaf Reptilia, and you're listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. Part of the Herpeticulture Network. This is strange not having headphones on. And I don't think, like, obviously no one's going to be here right away because NPR's finishing their year in review and holiday show. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of the cool kids are having their party and now we're trying to start our own. And it's like, not the cool kids. We're just the kids, man. We are. Just having a time. This is episode 145 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. This is our last show of 2021, and it yep. is brought to you by Steve Snakeshuary and his Venom Hot Sauce. Hey, look. Y'all are the cool kids that hey. Clayton said. Thank you, Clayton. Oh, cool oh I got you a present. Oh, because it's the... My buddy. What a guy. Because it's the last yeah. last show. I th- I'm, NPR may be done now. I don't know. That it sounded like they were about to wrap up. So I was like, man, we really picked picked the day to do this. Yeah. Um, they did a live show? Yeah, they did. Nice. And I watched most of it. Almost all of it, actually. Oh, yeah. Do you need me to cut yours? I'm a big boy. Here. Same here Use that one. The perfect cut. I got a big boy. Yeah, so this show is brought to you by Steve Snakeshuary and his Venom Hot Sauce. Uh, give him a, a like and a follow. Grab some hot sauce for yourself. He, uh, he does good stuff. It's, it's all helping him do his thing as far as rehabilitation, rescue, removal, relocation, uh, public outreach, all that good stuff. So all it's just, good stuff. yeah, it's just us this week. We're matching and we didn't even do it on Woo! purpose, which I thought was hilarious. It's awesome, though. Like Jake walked in the door and I was like, we match twinsies. I, uh, it's just how we roll, you know. <laughs> Banging at uh, nine o'clock at night, boy. There it is. There I'm it up is. until like midnight on Thursdays because I'm putting this up and all that good stuff. So I've been up till midnight several days. Oh, you week. have. Is that Hector? <laughs> nice. Little, little bit, but so is our cat. So. <laughs> oh. oh, don't, don't put it more on me, boy. Ew. I'm trying not to. Ew. I'm to even it out. <clears throat> oh, so yeah, last show of twenty twenty one. Snakes and Stogies on Monday was the last Snakes and Stogies of the year, so this should be it, unless Bill has something cooking for Lizard Brain Radio. <laughs> And watching the NPR show, it's like I'm watching it and going like, why don't we just all combine into one gigantic holiday episode thing? Because now I guess Phil's going to be doing a podcast with someone else. I don't know if it was Nipper, um, something gecko related. So there's like now crossover Mm -hmm. where Phil is now the bridge between the the two. It's like an H and Phil's the middle, you know, What between what? Is Jake sitting above you to counter the height difference? Yes, I, this I is a very low sitting chair, though. Uh, oh, wait, no, I am taller than you in this chair. A little bit. 
little bit, but it's also the camera angle. But we should all just let's just combine mm-hmm. into one gigantic thing. A big old show. Bill does has a have a show on the twenty sixth, so that will be bang up. But as far as like stuff from myself and Jake and Phil, we'd like to take the last half of the of December off just because people are busy. So yeah. getting guests is kind of tough and everyone's got something going on. I know I end up having like three Christmases because we have the one here. You know, my wife's uh, mom, her dad and stepmom, my parents. Your birthday's so, also like Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, a lot going on. So it just works out. And it's kind of nice. I don't know about you, but I like having that break. Yeah, it's, it's nice, nice to, to get a break, especially because this year work gave me off that Thursday too. Oh, good for christmas because on saturday this year so that's real good i'm just gonna catch up on stuff and yeah it's gonna be good so it's just well i think it's also nice to have that sort of mental break to where it's like you feel refreshed and ready come january but then it's also like a, a very physical break to where like each year sort of feels different yeah which remind me tonight after we're done i need we need to record new intro stuff oh It'll take like two seconds. Do we say that every time? Every time we do it, we're like, we should do it again. Do it again. Try it again. You need a lighter? I mean, is that what you're waiting on? I wouldn't. I mean, I was waiting for you to light your cigar. Oh, I'm about to light mine. Go ahead, light yours. And I got a lighter over here. Well, you should give me. Got a garage with multiple lighters. You think I'm just gonna have one? This is amateur hour. Lord. Lord. So. As we all know, you had a rather chaotic 2021. Uh, but uh, you also had a lot happen, like in terms of the collection and stuff. So how, on a scale of 1 to 10, where, where does where does your 2021 lie? Like, on like... 1 being, please let me redo it, this sucks. 10 being, <sighs> it doesn't get any better than than this. That's a that's a hard that's a hard question. I would say about a five. Fair enough. I'm gonna get it right in the middle because it was real rocky at the beginning, then super rocky in the middle, and less rocky towards the end, but still very very busy right now, and things are kind of crazy and i'm very tired all the time so very much looking forward to things chilling out yeah no for sure um but it's also a lot better now there are a lot of you know very good things going for me right now Mm -hmm. um i'm super excited about and things are just on the verge of calming down in the next couple weeks so you i feel like you are on the other side of that yeah i'm almost over the hill um it'll be good it'll be fun and uh yeah once we get there 2022 watch out we say that every year too. no no but this year it's real okay <laughs> like it's for real this year we're gonna take yeah. the take it from a five to a six <laughs> to a light yeah. to decent six no nah, no nah, man i'm shooting i'm shooting for i'm shooting for like a solid like seven and a half no, I'm just kidding. I'm shooting for 10, man. Going yeah. for a good year. I want 2022 to be real good. It will be. As far as collection you? goes. Oh. It's not on me. You, yeah. Oh, boy. 
far as collection goes, like made a lot of changes. Yeah, a lot of a lot of changes. Oddly enough, that also seems like one that sort of parallels with the personal life one of like it started out kind of rough, but then it evened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, the snake, the whole. I mean, the collection has changed severely. I mean, unfortunately, through you know the the last you know two years or so as far as the carpets goes i've lost quite a few um so that on that part i have downsized i haven't sold many carpets um i haven't sold any carpets the last two years or so um but my collection has slimmed um i don't think it's slimmed at all <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, I on the carpet front on the carpet yeah. front it slimmed on that front like um that. but i expanded severely on colubrids um and when i say severely i doubled my yeah. collection and numbers in rat snakes and water snakes and pituophis so that's and what's is that going into next year what are the plans? I mean, are you going to continue to kind of keep things where they're at in terms of what? Yeah, I'm kind of like, I, I kind of just got everything at once because, you know, of space reasons. Like, I kind of got everything at one, at one time to do like a, you know, like kind of a mass quarantine away from everything else um, kind of deal. And um, so I, I'm at a point now that I'm very happy with like the variety I have. Mm hmm. I don't have, I have a lot of just single pairs of a lot of different stuff. And I, you know, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I have a few extras of a few things and realistically there's, I think next year, the only plan I'm doing a trade still at some point, um, soon. And then next year, the only things I really, I think there's one or two rat snake localities that I'm looking to add still. And that'll be, I'll be at kind of a set closed collection point type deal, like not really adding anything else unless it's very specific from a very specific person type deal. Um, so that's what I'm shooting for for 2022 is getting my closed collection closed and uh, just kind of raising everything up. Um, got everything as babies, which I'm real happy about. And, most everything is babies. Um, I got a few opportunities. I got one opportunity to get a pair of adults, um, or mostly adults, young adults. Um, so, but yeah, then breeding plans in 2022. I've got some colubrids lined up um, for next year. I won't be producing anything in 2022. Uh, it's not looking like I might put some carpets together. We'll see. Um, but definitely have breeding plans for 2022. Um, I have a couple colubra pairings possibly possibly a rat snake pairing definitely two pituophis pairings that i'm real real excited about um and then definitely carpets definitely gotta get back to carpets um and yeah what was the biggest takeaway from 2021 with all the nido stuff like what was the what did what did you learn coming out of that like what was your biggest sort of if there was a single lesson to be had from that whole ordeal. Quarantine heavily. Do not take it lightly. At all. That would be my biggest suggestion. I quarantine to an extent. You know, everybody mm -hmm. has, you know, Justin understands. 
you have limited space at times and i did my best to quarantine how i could in the space that i had um kind of work with what you got yeah and you know it was one of those things where you know i could have done better um so i learned it's unfortunate um Hopefully but i it's... honestly think and that's the thing mm -hmm. is like i honestly think i've i had it before it was present i think i had it for a it solid two years mm -hmm. i would bet you know um so it is what it is um you know i like i said i still stand by i think i'm a better keeper from it and um i'm still dealing with it um you know it's unfortunate but i'm still still dealing with it but again the carpets have become kind of a closed thing to see where everything is at mm -hmm. and then as adults come i'm testing things as i see problems and they're farther not really happening anymore no. um so it's looking good um you know haven't any had anything come back super recent that was positive so as you thing. went did you find yourself being more relieved or more stressed by the whole thing like i know like there's the initial thing of of oh no i have a you know something tested positive and then the more you dig the more you find more positive animals mm -hmm. did it i mean like did did the thing get you feel like it was easier to deal with mentally as you were going no 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 it never got easier um yeah because normally you know for me i animals that were symptomatic you know got tested and if they tested positive then they because they were symptomatic i deemed it best mm -hmm. to you know take them out of my um my collection and uh that never got easier because these are animals that i've had for you know several years yeah. now you know and uh even if even when you have you know so many you know it's you know at least for me i still have an attachment to all my all my animals you know to an extent and it sucks never got easier doing that and uh you know i i get the shakes every time i go to open a test oh, I'm sure. every time i look at i see that, that email, i can see being stressed i, I look like at the email and i immediately just yeah fuck you know and i don't know so bill asks, do you say that based on older acquisitions kind of bouncing back from the first bad event say it again do you say that based on older acquisitions kind of bouncing back from the first bad event I don't really know what do you mean by that, to be honest. Elaborate, Bill. Yeah, I don't. I'm We're not... actually doing this this live. We yeah. just for anybody that's listening to this. <laughs> um, when you said two years, you said. What do you mean? Like when you were talking about, you thought you you were sure that it would have been around for two years prior. Oh, when I thought, when I think it's, when I say, I think it's been around two years prior, it was because the, you know, all my carpets were kept together and essentially it was a stress factor that brought out the nidovirus. And I think it's been there at least two years because the animal, the first, my kind of ground zero animal, the first one that showed signs and tested positive. Patient yeah. Patient zero, you could say, um, 
I had had, I had raised that animal from a neonate and he was, you know, a sub adult at, you know, three years old or older, I believe. Um, and you know, I, I did have stuff kind of come and go between, you know, him. Um, I actually, you know, I've had quite a few, I had a lot of stuff go between, you know, raising him up, but being that all the snakes were under the, you know, similar conditions, you know, and he was the one that started to show signs, you know, at, I don't Is know. It just leads me. That... And I hadn't gotten snakes, you know, when he tested positive, I hadn't had anything to, in my collection for at least a year. No, no. I didn't know I had Nido. Oh, wait. Now I had that animal at that house, but those weren't, but he didn't oh, okay. have respiratory problems gotcha. at that house. Gotcha, so, gotcha. No. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're, yeah kind of in a much better position with all that yeah getting on the other side of it yeah <clears throat> so but yeah should we do and i like i can get your input but then anyone who's in the chat as well like should we do thp live in 2022 because mm. it's pretty much the same like we're using the same program I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm okay. What do you what do you think? I don't know why I always get more like if you haven't noticed, like I'm I'm stuttering a little bit more, and that's because like it's live. Like I like I don't know why being live just like makes me just like slightly just like more on edge. You know, I don't know. But I don't mind no. it. It was just it's just, it would take getting used to. I don't mind doing it take, at all. Yeah, it would just take a little getting used to. Me. Eventually, I wouldn't even realize it was happening. But yeah. you know, I don't know. That's something I was thinking about. You know, it seems the uh, Billy says he Billy Jenkins says he finds it easier to tune in. A um, little more interaction. Tim Van Eck said, "I agree on yeah. all those fronts." Steve's here. He said, "As long as I can watch it later." He said he can't always catch live, which I get. He's got a yeah. pretty weird schedule. And I guess like we, you know, if we keep up with the chat, we can also, you know, open questions for guests and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. make that a thing. And, you know, as we're doing the show, people and if we, you know, network it beforehand, you know, people can make sure to be on to ask certain questions, mm -hmm. you know, and it might be. a, I don't know. I'm just might I'm could be a good thing. Constantly thinking of ways to sort of make things better, shake it up, make all those shows better. Yeah. You know, any of them. Um, I know a lot of people have asked about Chondrocast. That does need to happen. Um, Bill said it could limit guests. He's had some folks nervous about live and would accept just an interview. So that's that's fine. It can be like yeah. If we can ask them, do you mind doing live? Yeah, and if they say I'd really them. rather not, then okay, no live episode. Yeah. You know. I don't know. We'll kind of play it by ear. Yeah, I think that would be the best way to do it. If they don't mind doing live, we'll do live. And if more they corn stars, to, Chris said, you're biased. More Live herping and meteor watching with Phil. Okay, so have you seen any of those? Even no, I have when not. When Phil goes herping and we do like he does it live, it is a disaster. Hmm. Miguel said, "I like the live shows because it feels like I have friends." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually something I will. Oh shit! It's fine. <gasps> it's fine. 
Been doing it's that. like a super cheap cord. Okay, cool. No, that's actually something I want to do in 2022 is do a lot of um recording on my herp trips. I have I have two like trips. Yeah, I have two trips planned out, but you know, all my local Oh, you do. Yeah, I do. Thanks or plan I'm planning out. I have one planned, I have one other planning out. It's more recent. Um but uh, I want to start doing more videos of my road cruises and all my WMAs. We have to get out to that road we were scoping out in Jasper. Yeah, I got I got to take you to the dirt road I found in the middle of the night out there, dude. I got so sketched out. I want to go out there during the day because I went out there at night. It was pitch black and it was raining. Mm -hmm. There was just one house in like the middle of a field with like a light on upstairs, and I was like, nope not doing that like it was just down dirt roads trees and it there like, when like the okati hunt not Club, worth for it. people who don't know which is where like the famous jasper county corns come from it's in the middle of nowhere well like our version of middle of nowhere it's uh <laughs> like not like west texas middle of nowhere because that's a whole nother level of like might as well be on the moon kind of thing <laughs> but for us it is very rural it's it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's it's there's nothing out there really. So I'm anxious to get out there. I know we had talked about doing it a couple of months ago, but because of work and stuff, it just couldn't. I went couldn't make it happen. You did go. And I'm I went jealous, to, but I, I do want to go cruise out there. And you I know what go, I realized? I didn't go during the right time of year, though. It was kind of I miss I miss a lot of good cruising because I picked up a second job. To be honest, and I'm very upset about it. We, uh, <laughs> We also have the luxury of my parents' golf cart. We can road cruise my parents' neighborhood and the adjacent neighborhood via golf cart at night. So like night-night? Yeah, like night yeah. herping, boy. Yeah, dude. If I, there's, that is one dude, thing that took from Texas. Was dude. Herping at night isn't all that scary. <laughs> yeah, if you're with somebody and got a flashlight yeah. and stuff. Like, like, I ain't going to go bad. walking around the woods because it's pitch black at my parents house there's no street lights nothing like out there unless it's a full moon is dark that's also why that. i like roads dude honestly like <laughs> i get a little skied because i did a lot of road cruising by myself and there were a couple of times where like i just got out the truck to look for something and i just washed. like kind of like looked around i was like you know like all right i'm out of here you know like and plus the it doesn't help that the road i cruise a lot has a graveyard on it that i pass yes, that might have every time yeah, I don't know why, dude. It just like it shakes my bones every time I drive by. If if you haven't learned already, homie, don't fuck with ghosts, man. I don't even know if I believe in ghosts. Piss off, ghosts. But they like the concept of it freaks me out. It's just like sharks. It's the it's the concept of like they can see you, but you can't see them. And I don't know, like Herpa, Texas, when we were in Big Bend at night and stuff until you know one a.m. Like even when I was. 150 50 yards 100 yards from the other you know the other guys like i was up looking around these little sort of cliffy areas trying to find really anything um you know they were like within earshot but still pretty far off and i was just i don't know i was just hanging out i ended up sort of walking around by myself for a bit and it was surprisingly peaceful yeah and it was it was dark but i don't know i was just I'm was it like not, more it was more open though wasn't it not you weren't in the woods right 
but you're it's still, different being in the woods, yeah, man. It's it's I, I can do I like an open field type deal, like a little better, but the woods, woods will close in on you in the dark, man. Real quick. Yeah, I mean, it was all it was all good until Julander almost stepped on that Aatrox, and then yeah. it's like, oh well, we should probably yep be a little smarter. Yep, that could have been really bad. I mean, when we say like we were literally a minimum of an hour away from a hospital or something, it was that was legit. Like it, if if someone had been bit, that would have been really really bad. It's not fun. Oh yeah, you know, I do know all too well. The woods are creepy. Our Texas rock cuts are calming. They are kind of like when we were doing the cuts, it was like windy, but it was, it was just, I don't know, man. It was, it was calming. It was kind of like, maybe yeah. it was just cause I was also exhausted. Time zone difference, all yeah. that stuff. And I was just like looking at millipedes. Looking out. at millipedes. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. That was definitely a highlight of, of the year for me was going out with the, the guys and doing that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, what's I would your, love to get out there again. It was such a cool place. What's what's your twenty twenty one man like one to ten plans? What's I'm changed? gonna say it was a light to decent eight. Good. I don't know. I mean, I, I really there's. I say that, and it wasn't because the other two of ten was like bad or anything like that. It's just it was fairly uneventful. I mean, I hatched those corns. I hatched the bairds. Um. You know, another year of the magazine. So it was pretty much business as usual. But, uh, you know, it was it was decent. I, you know, I didn't deal with the stuff you dealt with on multiple levels. But can't complain. You know, it was uh, it was decent. I'm anxious for the 2022 season. I'm going to start warming yeah. stuff up next month. And, uh getting ready to sort of storm the beaches as far as colubrids go because as everybody i'm sure is aware that's been listening to the show we you know i've gone heavy into rat snakes and um you know corns and stuff and that wasn't wasn't like a a, a sub an unconscious choice but it wasn't a conscious choice either it was just one of those things where like i had missed corns and i had the ones i had but i wanted to get sort of back into morphs and you all know the the deal there and um yeah, so I've got a bunch of corns that are growing up. So in the next couple of years, I got some pretty exciting stuff there. But what I have currently that I'm planning to pair is going to be pretty good. Bairds, the Bairds front. We're only on phase two. Only on the Bairds front. Two. Dude, next How year. How many phases are there? At least three. At least three? So the first well, phase fourth was may, this may last clutch up. this year. Okay, Second phase, phase is what I'm cooling currently. So dun, that's going to be dun, two dun. more pairs. Third phase is going to be at least. You got two years. At least four pairs. You got two years. No, because I, dude, you don't even know all the other like stuff that I have. That's like two years. Yeah, but the the Annery project is. That's that's like phase ten. We're talking. We're we're literally just on two. That's why you said at least three. (laughs) So I'm looking like yeah, I thought that was like the last phase. Like hypo Annery. That's like phase twelve. Oh, hypo Annery. That's what. Yeah, dude, that's what. That's we're we're very long ways away from that. Oh, yeah, I forget you have hypos, dude. Does oh, I want hypo. Baby. I have plans God, there. So, so, like I said, like, and this is actually something interesting that I've talked to Harlan about 
a while back, but like when you're starting a, a reptile breeding, you know, quote unquote business, <clears throat> be it a hobby or maybe something you're trying to do full time, whatever, uh, you know, it takes a minimum of like eight to 10 years to fully get to where yeah. you're, you're kind of where you want to be. And I've actually found that to be the case. Cause I mean, I started PCE in 26 years ago, which is what, like the first crested side started pairing was 20. I can't count. Help. 2015. I don't know when you started breeding. Well, six years geckos. ago. Oh, six years ago from now it was 2015. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I get <laughs> like me. looking down the line now and I can't do math. I'm sorry. <laughs> help. Um, <me>. help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you crack me up every time you do that. The, help. uh, you know the pairing for the bears and the corns and stuff like i'm i'm sort of in that 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 second season where things are ramping up third season is where things are really going to start getting into sort of full swing and then after that it's going to just sort of grow from there and that you know along that timeline you're still looking at like 10 years or so so it'll be cool um it's awesome to raise up animals and then be able to breed them you know down the road and you know you put all the work into it and it makes makes the the little heads poking out of eggs that much more yeah. enjoyable, which I, that will never get old. Nope. I am 2022. I am Dude, really gunning for condors again. 2022 is going to be nasty. Boy. I'm gunning for breeding condors again. It Go it's going to be like this time next year, but I, what female you got? I have, I'm, year? I'll have at least two. Really? I, yes. If things go the way I, me thinks they will go. Thanks. I should be back to breeding chondros next year. This time next year. I think I'm on the I think I'm on the trajectory, or at least those animals that I have in mind how old, are. How old will, will they be? So they were 20 18s. 2018s. It's the two from Luke. The original two from Luke. Yeah, I'll wait till they're five. I think four will be. Enough. Yeah, because I mean, I've been I've been kind of slow growing them, you know. And then I think at the rate that they're going, I think they'll be of size, and I think they'll be of yeah. age, and they'll be ready to go. So, and I've got plenty right of males, on. like males. I'm not even worried about. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Um. Yeah, so man. that's definitely sort of it's a big exciting. goal, but yeah. Baird's, uh beats Battlestar Battle Galactica. Galactica. Yeah, the uh, Loma Altas are going together this season as far as Bairds go, which I'm super excited about because you remember when I got those, that was 2019 Carpet Fest, I think. Yeah. Was it when we met Dan? The the first, oh, it was the first Carpet Fest. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. God, man, that's so cool that you're breeding stuff that like you got since we've been like friends and that I watched you get yeah. as babies, you know, because I was thinking about the Shell Point corn. Mm -hmm. I remember when you got that thing, a little tiny yeah. freaking twig, and now you're cooling it, aren't you? Yeah. That's oh, it's yeah. wild. She's man. uh, I'm hoping that this time off she'll kind of lose some some grammage. She's a little chunky, real chonker. But I'm a yeah. Well, I mean that's the funny thing is like I'm I'm not even really feeding them that much going in. You know, I gave them all a month off food before I put them in cooling, and uh, they weren't getting a ton before that anyways. So I don't we'll see, but. Yeah, I'm anxious to breed the Ladies Island stuff again. I'm anxious to breed the other. Well, one pair will be Ladies Island again. It won't be the same pair. It'll be the same 
dam to a different sire, but also from Ladies Island. And then the other pair is going to be that shell point female to the sire of the clutch that I had here. So that darker male. He's another Ladies Island, isn't he? Yes. Because at some point, she's going to go to that het sunkissed male that I posted that everyone seems to really like. Hmm. He's got, I think, within another year, he'll be ready to go. So. I I've to... thought about putting it on a shirt. Steve said the Baird's Beats Battlestar Galactic thing should be on a shirt. <laughs> should be a picture of the snake eating a beat sticking out of a Battlestar Galactica ship. Yeah. the uh... It used to be um, Baird's Brattles Battlestar <laughs> I did. That it was kind of the biggest downer of the year, even though yeah, I'm glad that they went to the good Brettles. people. The Brettles being yeah, gone. Bill I, Bradley I got my female, and I hope she's bringing him as much joy as she brought me. The, uh, the male went back to my buddy John, who he came from, who lives down outside of Savannah. And uh, it was a very tough choice. Very tough choice. It was a year of tough choices. You know, it's uh, we. I think we talked about it on one of the one-on-ones of sometimes you just got to make the decision of is it part of the bigger picture? Yeah. You know, and it's if I had the space, they wouldn't have gone anywhere. But because you know the male, especially that cage, was taking up so much space, and I wasn't going to put him in something smaller. You know, it just I had to make that decision. So yeah, he was a big boy, man. And there's absolutely nothing saying that down the road I can't just get back into them. It's not like we don't know people that are breeding yeah, brothels. You know? It's not so. like we're for good friends with the king of brothels pythons. Mm-hmm. It'd be what it be, man. It never goes away. There's a lot of stuff I've gotten rid of that today I really kick myself for getting rid of. Like what? I mean, not from 2021. I mean, in general. Just in general. Uh, my Chinese Kings, mm-hmm. that's probably my biggest regret. The worst part was parting the pair when I moved from Texas. Cause yeah, when, when we met, you only had the I only male. Had male. I started, I had a pair of babies. I, we got a pair as babies, but when I moved from Texas, the female okay. stayed okay. and I took the male and I just had Why? the lone male. Young dumb brats. I, I don't know. It wasn't young I dumb brats. I just I know I, I wanted at least one of them because yeah. I was mad. I couldn't take the pair, so I was like, "Fine, give me the mail," because I wanted the mail because they get bigger. It's like, yeah, fine. Well, there's plenty of people so, with those out there too. I mean, you yes, wait another they have couple gotten years. Billy's expensive. gonna have some. You know? I got my pair for close to half the prices, like a single. Yeah. Nowadays. That makes like, it all more painful. Yeah, that's why it's get like, back into and that's not why. Like, I, no, I want everybody like, to know that's not. I'm not like, oh man, I want to know because they're worth money. Like, no, like I have, I've loved Chinese king rats since I was, oh man, since I first Chinese. got into snakes. Yeah, what? Since I first got into snakes, I've always loved those things. You know, I finally got a pair, but you know, obviously, you just heard my story. Um, you need to get banged to sponsors for 2022. Shout out to. Candy apple crisp. It's delicious, dude. My Homer's in the shop. <laughs> I want to guess what I have for dinner. A felony. <laughs> seems amazing, dude. I can't believe you drink those things at this late, man. I can't drink a bang like at all. Last time I had a bang, like I thought I was going to be sick. 
Oh my gosh. I'm now at the point with them where I'm actually kind of scared to stop drinking them. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I don't think I would like you. Like I'd have to really cut back slowly. It'd almost be like when you're taking a prescription, you have to be weaned off of it. Yeah, dude. You can't just stop because your body's like freaking crack, dude. I've cut out caffeine almost entirely. Oh man. That was that was like good accomplishment of mine for 2021. I cut out caffeine. I quit smoking cigarettes. Do you believe in New Year's resolutions? No. I don't make New Year's resolutions. I just want my year to be better. I have plans for the new year, so I guess like I say I don't believe New Year's resolutions. It doesn't have to be a new year for you to decide to make a change. Exactly. Like you can make changes at any point. I just quit smoking cigarettes like two months ago. Yeah. You've been going strong. the douche fruit pretty hard. Yeah, I have a vape, but you can bloop, bloop, you bloop. can suck it. Should have a little cobra in a basket. Bloop, 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 bloop. What do you want to do with the well actually let's let's rewind. Who what was your favorite episode this year of the of the handful of you I knew you were gonna to ask to? me this? I knew you were gonna ask me this, so I already thought about it. It's a toss up between um Dustin Gron and Roy Arthur. Those were my two top episodes of the few that I did this year. Oh, we should I had a lot I of, feel like we're just completely ripping off NPR by doing pretty much all the same stuff. But what do you mean? Ooh. What are we doing? I'm gonna look up what uh which episode did the best this year as far as thp goes i won't count snakes and stogies your insights Uh, last 12 months huh top tracks are all snakes and stogies look at that I don't know. So this was the year that we had Matt Most and, and Rob Stone on a show together for Colubrid stuff. And our Bears Rat episode with, with Dusty Rhodes was that was a one that was a long time coming. You know, getting Alex England on was awesome because he hasn't really he doesn't really do podcasts. So um the Chinese of China episode with Dr. Messenger was freaking awesome. Messenger's a really cool dude. Um Top episode for THP is Christian Elmer's. Really? That's the fourth top track. And then our one-on-one from August. So it was good. It was a good year. Yeah, Christian, um, I, I really enjoyed that Christian Elmer episode as well. Just in the this last year alone. Why is everything so jacked up? We've had 117,000 plays on SoundCloud alone. And what? Just the year. Just this year, 117,000. But it's more because it's not including Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. So it's that's SoundCloud alone. Yeah. Wow. So that was good. Um, this was the year that we also kind of Phil wanted to make Snakes and Stogies a little more of a of a serious podcast like as far as effort and stuff so um you know that happened and it's taken off phenomenally uh started corn stars which was awesome i think i did a contracast episode in the last year i honestly can't remember last one was with tim 
either Ian or Tim Morris. Um, yeah. So it's been a bit busy year. Yeah, man, you've had a very busy year. I'm just, I'm still just, I feel like I'm just getting back into everything. So you on the other hand, I've had a very eventful year. Got the Ackies. Yeah. That was as far as acquisitions go. I think the honey Tessera from JT at silent Hill reptiles and that honey Motley from Daytona were oh, dude, two day. of the big oh. ones. I think as far as oh. like flagship projects that I'm very much at the top of the, they're, like they're at the top of the list. Dude, that honey they're Motley, old enough. The honey Motley is it's nasty, getting yellower. Boy. Like it's starting oh. to lose that tan and this that oh. yellow is starting to come in starting from the neck and going. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. And, uh, did I do an episode with the David and Luke not that long ago? We keep talking about doing one. We were gonna see if Matt Morris wanted to come on and do Isn't one. Isn't that basically all the Conjurecast episodes? Just the three of you guys? No. If you I mean, I feel to like them, it should be though. It's just so. Why okay. would I listen to Conjurecast? Here's the issue with the Conjurecast, so everybody knows it's, the issue is it's all about green tree pythons, That's and nobody not cares. The issue. The issue is is when you have a singular super focused show entirely you especially when it's devoted to, to one group or species it yes it gets hard to to change things up it gets hard to find something different to talk about because i guess people do do it differently <clears throat> but it's all more or less some variation of of the same thing you know like it just gets harder to to make sure it's not the same show each week even though most people are like i'll still listen to it anyways um i don't know i definitely like i it's not that i don't want to do more of them um because if i had more time i totally would the problem is is the scheduling of you know david who's up north luke who's out west whoever we're having on on top of work on top of this on top of you know wife and child um on top of full-time job like if I had if I had a little more time, I would totally do them on a more regular basis. But just because of everything else, you know, the other shows, it's it's just sort of lower on the totem pole. Um, but I do hopefully in 2022, I would like to try and crank you know one out a month or so, or one every other month, something to do them a like, little more regularly. Treat like corn stars, man. That's pretty much what we're doing, and that's that's <clears throat> that's going to continue. Um, you know, Joe's been busy, so Joe hasn't done it the last two episodes because Joe's moving. Um, but, you know, Chris does a great job of, of co-hosting that. And Chris does everything great. Chris does everything great. I'm so literally Cornstar's biggest fan. It's going to continue. And there's, you know, we're, we're just sort of really scratching, getting, getting into that. You know, there's a ton of people I want to have on there. Um, yeah. So there's definitely it's it's not from a lack of of wanting to do it when it comes to all that stuff, you know. There's uh, I want to. It's just a matter of priority, like prioritization as far as where the those things fall in importance and and then scheduling and all that stuff. So believe me, I want to do it. More will come out. And uh, what Steve say? Maybe you could get 
your guests to sometimes have their kids on the show too. And you could talk to the guests and kids questions and what they think. I know my kids are extremely involved in Steve Sanctuary. That'd be cool. I still want to do that. Remember that Father's Day episode we talked about doing? Yeah, get our dad. really want to do Yeah, that. that would, I do. My dad would eat it up. He would love that, man. I still, yeah, I would, I really want to do that. And I, I've we'll had, have to plan that for 2022. Yeah. I, like my dad was involved. You know, he wasn't as deep in the hobby as, as I was, but he's, he's always been into it. Um, and it, it'll be good because our dads will come at it from different perspectives. Right. Like your dad dealt with snakes. My dad did not at all, <laughs> you know, so it, it'll be two good perspectives, you know, of somebody mm -hmm. in the snakes, having a son getting deep into yeah, it versus I just thought, somebody. Dude, that's something I haven't forgotten about and I want to do it, but I wanted yeah. to sort of do it around father's day, I guess, just cause tis the season. We should do one for mother's day too. Well, yeah, mom, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, don't I, mean, I, don't like, I don't know that. I don't know that my mom's going to be able to offer much any any different of insight into it than my dad did. But oh uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. I don't know. But um, yeah. I don't think we're going to be bringing on any other new shows unless you have something in mind. I, I like <laughs> I said, I've kicked around the idea of more like a lot of the field herping stuff I do. I want to start a video series on a lot of the stuff I do out there cuz I want to do a lot more of that mm -hmm. in springtime, especially with the more traveling I'm doing. Um but uh yeah, no, just a lot of field herping stuff. I want to start a little yeah. video series on that, but that's about and if I could do it regularly, I would. So Phil's doing Venom Exchange out. Radio with Nipper. That's yeah. not really a THN thing or an NPR thing. They just wanted to have their little nerd session and do a Venomous <laughs> Venomous show. That's like completely their own. I told Phil if you want me to include it in the stream, that'd be that'd be cool. Pipes and pokies. Hmm. Pipes and pokies. Yeah, it'd be like a tarantula podcast oh, or invert God. podcast, rather, which I would do, but I can't. <laughs> if you would talk to me a year ago, I'd have been like, "Hell oh, yeah, man, let's do it." But now it's like, I want to. Where are you I'm gonna tired. squeeze that in? Yeah, get a regular job. Then now maybe. I will say, if I were single and an eligible bachelor, I'd be doing. I'd be recording every freaking night. Get off work do a show but i'm not <laughs> i would I, man if i was yeah. if i was single and had you know a place of my own i'd be recording every night and i'd make every podcast to the point to where people would be tired of hearing my voice <clears throat> and seeing my face which they may already be a goal of mine this year also is to get like a setup like this for on the days that like on a day that you couldn't do THP that I could, mm -hmm. could cover. And you could start yeah. your own Papayans. Yeah. The Papayan show. The Papayan podcast. That's so old, man. Everybody forgot about that since you started letting snakes out. You do have a THN person who does the pipes with a kid who does the pokey relatives you do bill does hmm? and a kid who does the shelled creatures that too colonians oh miguel's male regalis is slowly dying that's a bummer 
Once they get penultimate, it is their time. Um, so I have the surprise thing that I had told you. Oh man, I forgot all about this. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. So I downloaded the Poddex app. So, uh, I'm going to give you a choice. Interview, icebreakers, hustle, dare, philosophy, year in review 2021. WTF. Um, what? Hold on. You have to pick one. <laughs> this or that. Would you rather? And that's sort of the only relevant ones. WTF? WTF. Yeah. I love how we were both like... <laughs> Uh, so this just has random questions that pop up from them, that deck. Have you ever had a weird Uber experience? A weird Uber experience? I've never been in an Uber. I've had... Or a Lyft. I had... I It was kind of weird, so my only Uber experience, I was in the hospital in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, I was on a herp, herping trip. I know I've told the story before. I was on a herping trip and I had a kidney stone, uh, wanting to work its way out during the herping, herping trip. So I had my buddies drop me off at the hospital and, um, I got that taken care of several hours later. Um, I walked out of the hospital very, um, off my mind off painkillers. Um, Feeling good. Feeling right. Um, couldn't really walk right, but you know, it was what it was. Luckily, Walgreens were right across the street. So I walked across the street to get more pain meds from Walgreens that I was just prescribed. And I literally downloaded Uber right then and there. I was originally just gonna walk to my hotel, but I realized how messed up I was. And it was like five miles you away. Yeah, no, it was like five miles away. It was like in the middle of Tallahassee. I'm like, nah. So I downloaded Uber, figured out how to use that very difficult to figure out in the heat of the moment like create an account and everything yeah and like i have do a that card attached to it yeah so you can't just... i had to do all that yeah. finally figured out got an uber and this guy came and he was fairly nice and he was just like yeah what's going on so i just got out of the hospital kidney stone he's no. like oh <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. kidney stone yeah right yeah no for sure no, I mean, I had a hospital band on and stuff. Like, it was very obvious that I just got a hospital. So, I think that was more of a weird Uber experience for him than me. But <laughs> that was my only Uber experience, which was interesting. Uh... What Guinness World Record do you think you could break in the future? <laughs> I have uh, no earthly idea, to be honest. The biggest loser, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Do you have one of mine? Most cigars smoked. Yeah. By a human being in a given year. What's the sexiest and least sexy name? Um, Lanolin. Lanolin. (laughs) (laughs) 
largest toenail clipping collection. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't trim my toenails all that often. So what's the, what's the, what was the question again? What is the sexiest and least sexy name? Are we male or female? I would assume female, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's lame male and female. I think Phil Wolf. It's a pretty damn sexy name. <laughs> And Justin Smith's pretty uh, generic unsexy. and extremely Caucasian. Yeah. My first name is very basic. My last name's kind of weird. But I think Martha might be the least sexy name. Martha, or um, I had another one, uh, Marjorie, or whatever. Marge. 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 Yeah. Um, what about the sexiest? <laughs> I don't. I don't really know, to be honest. Celeste. <laughs> Pretty much any of them would be like stripper names or something. So. I don't even know, to be honest. Megan. Megan. I don't know. Jesus. Uh, most important Moving question. On. Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? <laughs> you really are kind of limited on your <laughs> options there. I mean, I, I would take off my pinky toe and because it wouldn't affect me at all. It would probably be the the one thing that wouldn't affect me. I'm sure you have some weird growth on you somewhere that you could I don't take thank off. you. I don't I don't know. Dude, come on, pinky toe, man. That's that obvious. It's like a cop out though. What do you mean it's a cop out? It's elbow. Smart. You can't remove an elbow. It said That's removing, removing a, your arm. Yeah, if you remove your elbow, you're just taking off your arm right there and like that's that's terrible. I, let's go ahead and say man boobs. <laughs> what? I can detach those. It's a not a, it's a body part. I, I mean, if it sticks out and it's an extremity, I you guess. seem pretty extreme. <sighs> no, go back. Go back. It was describe your your sense of humor in one word. Describe. I know mine is going to be word. dumb. Oh, nose. That's a good one. I completely forgot about like facial why would, and ear. Why would you take off your nose? Be like Van Gogh. I still got the hole. I can still hear, right? Yeah, dude, you would look like so the dude weird. The Wild West with the little megaphone thing. You would look so it. weird, though. If you didn't have a nose, I'd definitely like. Yeah, I didn't right. say a nose. That's what Billy Jenkins said. But Billy, uh, Billy Jenkins kind of a weird. Dude, don't take off your nose, dude. I what take off you, an ear. What are you doing? Evander Holyfield. I take off like a piece of an ear, maybe. I don't know about a whole ear. I'm still going with pinky toe, man. I don't know why nobody think nobody else thinks that's a good idea. If you have to take off a body part, that's like the smartest smartest body part to take off. <laughs> what set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? What? What set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? I'm not going to say what I was. Baby oil. That's it. Just baby oil. Baby oil, sweet potatoes, a cigar torch, 
and a bang. Sweet potatoes are for the roaches. Bang <laughs> for the <laughs> roaches. Oh. <sighs> what do you got? I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Think I harder. Know. I don't know, man. I'm not good at this. All right. Uh, I'm not. I'm you not. made this sufficiently awkward. So <laughs> move on. Okay, gloves. Olive oil. And a cucumber. <laughs> Do we want to know why? What's the cucumber for? Salad. Just ask the next question, man. All right. I, mean, I don't know Would what you cucumbers rather... for. You just ask for weird things. I don't know. Hmm. Would I rather? I'm looking. Gotta find something good. Uh. Would you rather always have an itch you can't scratch or a thirst you can't quench? Oh my god. That's a tough one. That's really I mean Probably ideally you just scratch quench. until your skin came off. Yeah. And then it wouldn't itch anymore. <laughs> no, then you just have a gaping hole that burned. It's fine. And it would still probably take itch. It. I'd take a thirst you can't quench. I don't know, man. You ever been like super thirsty? Yeah. It's all the really time. not fun. All the time. <laughs> Uh, what would you do with a million dollars, Jake? <laughs> oh, wait, no, screw that. That's a stupid say, one. That's like, have you ever cried from watching a TV show or a movie? Yes, which one? <laughs> oh, god, there was one a long time ago. What was it? It's called Bridge to Terabithia. I think, it was, I think that was a movie. It's like a little girl like died in a ditch or something. She drowned. I remember watching it in theaters. I was really young. It was like when it first came out. I cried in that movie. Mine's really bad. I'm pretty sure I cried in an episode of How I Met Your Mother somewhere. Dude, man, those last I watched that whole season don't, and then the like the last end of it, I was like, are you kidding me? Don't mess with me. Just don't. We're I was not. like, that got so dark so quick. Stop. Not going to spoil it for anybody. No. If you haven't watched it, though, it's been out for like 10 freaking years. Come on. If you haven't watched it, get with the freaking program. So mine. You know who you okay, are. When I was a kid, there was the Shia LaBeouf movie where he played a special needs kid. Was it? I think it was True Confessions or something like TRU. And so it was about this girl who had a brother who was special needs. And he got lost in the library. Oh. And for whatever reason, as a kid, it was like the saddest thing. Jeez. And I, yeah, for whatever reason, I still remember that. And I'm like, because he was like freaking out because he was like lost and couldn't find a sister. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know. Mm. It's pretty lame. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's lame. But... Here we go. If you could choose a way to die, what would it be? 
Oh, um, <coughs> I can tell you what it wouldn't be. <coughs> Falling from something really high. Plane crash. Pretty much anything as fast as possible. This is how you would not want to die? No, that's how I would. Oh, going fast. No, just make it quick. Oh. Well, no, you have to be like... I don't know. If I was going to die, I mean, I kind of, I would almost want to die in a really badass way. But I also want to die like kind of quick. I'll take the quick over the badass any day. If I die young, I want it to be badass. If I die old, just make it quick. Drive fast, leave a sexy corpse. Do you I have? Do. I almost died on my motorcycle. And I would have not left a <laughs> in my driveway that one time. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut your freaking mouth, man! Don't even talk about Can it. Can I? I no. want to so bad, dude. We are, we've already talked about this. Everybody knows the story. I tipped my bike over but Justin's driveway, and he sat there and watched me from his freaking house. His roommate actually came out and offered to help. Look, you had a weird dip in your driveway. I was trying to back up. I'm short as it is. All right. I tipped it over. What do you want from me? Moving on. He's leaving the house and he's backing up on his bike. And for whatever reason, he had yeah, a hump and I get back over it. 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 I don't know exactly My what feet, happened. I was too short. I was like, you know, what's the key? When you're, when you're like but in a seat and you can't touch the ground, <laughs> it was like that. Just, he laid it down, but he was still on it. And so like he had to like just hop yeah, off. Yeah, I like it. hopped off. And so, cause <laughs> you have to, or else it's going to fall on you. And it's hot. Gee whiz, man. You don't even know. You don't even know, no, dude. You have a motorcycle. Like you have to hop to get off. It picked up and he's got his helmet on. And I'm like watching from the window in the dining room, just cracking up. Dude, that bike. <laughs> Literally weighed so much more than I did. Shut up. I got it up, didn't I? Did I not? With and nobody's I help. Dying. With nobody's help. I was so mad when I figured out that you watched me. It's <laughs> like, that's embarrassing. That was one of the only times I dropped that bike. I laid it down one time, pulling into my driveway way too fast. I was in a rush. But that was like one of the only times I just straight up dropped it. Do you have so, any irrational fears? And we'll make this herp specific. Herp specific? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I have a thing about Tokes and Brooks Kings. Where I just, I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> like you have a fear of them, though? Not really a fear, but like centipedes, too. Oh yeah, if we're talking with any arachnids. Of yeah, no, you can centipede stuff like that. Mm -mm. No, sir. It's a hard no. Hard no for me. We won't ask the question about fetishes. Oh, I'm scared. Have you ever had a crush on your best friend's mom or someone generally much older than you? Helen Mirren. <laughs> uh, I don't never best friend's mom. Definitely when I was younger, definitely had a crush on my best friend's like older sister. But not mom. I think there's questions about ghosts. Oh boy. 
Do you think ghost hunting has more to do with science or spirituality? Nobody likes tokays, Billy. <laughs> Billy's like, no, I don't I like tokays. I love how you ask that question. Nobody likes tokays. <clears throat> There's a lot of people like tokays, man. I got hit on tokays. I still think to this day, one of the funniest questions we've ever been asked, would you rather fight a hundred Tokay sized Komodo dragons or one Komodo sized Tokay? Came from Neither. Cannon. That, that was hilarious. Would you go hunting for Bigfoot, a.k.a. Owen McIntyre? I was about to say, I already found you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think he's real? Bigfoot? Yeah. I believe there could be something out there that has not been discovered. That's about it. Don't necessarily believe in Bigfoot. But I believe that we haven't seen everything on this continent. So... Be that as it will. Have you ever used a Ouija board? Nope. Hell no. Hell no. Once again, I don't know if I even believe in that stuff. No. But I ain't willing to find out. I don't even care if it's made by Hasbro or Mattel. I don't care if it's made by Disney. It could be made out of Legos. (laughs) That shit ain't coming in my house. Hell no. I don't care if Walt Disney made it himself. You can get it out of my face. I don't, it might be a gateway. I don't want to know. Everything that I've seen in movies has told me it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Every horror movie that's had a Ouija board in it went horribly wrong. That's all I'm saying. If you were to come back as a ghost, where would you haunt? Definitely you. Yeah. Definitely you. God, I would mess with you so much, dude. Oh, God. You know what would suck is like, I'd even move and find a new house, and you'd still probably follow us. Oh, yeah. I would follow you everywhere, boy. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? I haven't either. It's one of those things where I wonder if you like truly have to believe for it to be a thing. Where would you hunt? Yeah, you got. Never mind. Where would you hunt? (laughs) Chili's. Well, actually, that might even be horrible because then I'll just be sitting there looking at the ch- chicken crispers day in and day Dude, out for eternity be, be and never gre- actually get any. You'd be the greasiest ghost forever. Yeah, you'd look at those tr- chicken crispers and not be able to just do it and do nothing about it. Do you think animals are more sensitive to the paranormal? If the paranormal exists, yes. Because animals are more sensitive to everything. Paranormal investigators. Why are you asking ghost questions? I don't know. It's just interesting. What is this? What's okay? So, (coughs) oh lord. Any species in particular that you would like to get in the new year? You may not get them. You might get them. Barons. Like if Baron's racers, I would love rhinos. Can we please admit that rhino rat snakes are the better of the two rhinos? I haven't kept either. So I cannot say, but 
if there was a Barons and a Rhino in front of me and they said, you can have one, I would probably take the Barons. Why? Huh? For what reason? They are a little bit more attractive to me for some reason. And hey, he's dumb. From what I've heard about them, they'd fit in pretty well, I think. What else? Something for another female for Spurge? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm not going to lie. I would man. actually like to find Spurge, like a, a, a first snake owner home or something. When Elijah Day posted uh, those pods in the group the other day, I was like, you know, it would be fun to have a pair of pods or pastels. I would try it out because I would we do... talk, everyone talks so much smack about ball pythons. I at least want to put my money where my mouth is and breed them and see what it's all about. I would do a Mojave pied project. I really like Mojave stuff. I like the bamboo stuff. I don't know what makes a bamboo, but it looks cool. If I did anything with ball pythons, it would probably be Mojave or, or pine. If anything. Because I do like the Mojave stuff. Maybe that is what I'll do. I'll get a Mojave and a pair of Spurge. Aren't you going to be able to breed bull snakes next year? Are the forks still too Go, small? No, they're gonna they they'll be rock and rolling next year. I'm, I'm gonna I plan to breed pine snakes and gopher snakes next year. 2022. 2022. Oh, okay. Not produce. What? I'll pair them up next year, next winter. Or I'll cool the them winter? next winter. I yeah. Was like, no. What? Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So I'm, I'm on carpet brain. Yeah. 2022, I'll cool colubrids. But yeah, it's pretty sunny. So the um, 2023, I my the wild rose pass box should be ready to go. I think that'll be kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. At some point, I'd like to get some northern pines. I think I'm gonna wait until Chris produces some and then try and get some from him. But I have that that one right now, the Southern, um, which apparently there's some new classification taxonomy stuff coming out on Pines. I don't know if it's been released yet or not, yeah. but it sounds like it's got some pretty serious changes to it. So, um, oh, Black Pastel from Wyman, Bill said. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, uh, the Black Pastels are nice, but I'm, I'm still... Still a little biased to the Mojave stuff. Although I would go through Wyman. If I get a ball python, I'm getting it from Wyman. He sent me, I, I told him I like Mojave stuff and uh, he sent me two pictures. He's like, which flavor? And it was like a really dark one. It was like a really light one. I was like, oh man, you're tickling me. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, any projects that you have that aren't like complete. So like you have like a single male or a single female of, and you would like to, Oh, my Mexican pine. I have a lone Mexican mm -hmm. pine male. I now have a, I have a couple lone. I have a one lone corn snake and a lone rat snake that I need. What rat snake? Uh, the big yellow I got from Billy. Oh yeah. 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 But they're both, I have a Hernando corn or Hernando yellow that are loans. And um, 
that's one of my plans this year is go to Florida in the springtime and hit Hernando County, see if I can oh, really? find some find some goodies. I was thinking about that this morning, actually, when I was walking the dog. Like, what would a, a yellow rat corn hybrid look like if you found one around here? Dude, it's kind of bad. I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. Did you? They're both from Hernando. It was yeah. a corn. It's a corn and a yellow. And I'm like, why I not? I don't think they'd be yeah. that attractive. No, I don't I feel think like you'd get either. the worst of both parts. But I can't. Yeah, I <laughs> know like, you would. Yeah, animal. like, and I, but I couldn't do it. Like, I thought about it for half a second. I was like, what am I doing? Stop it. I mean, it'd be interesting. I can't. I wouldn't. I, I saw refuse. some uh, at Daytona. Did you see those uh, Tessera MRI? That Weisler's mm -hmm. table? Like, he had done like a Tessera corn to a MRI. It actually looked pretty cool, but mm -hmm. I was still kind of like, I don't know. That's because it was a Tessera. True. But, but I still thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Like I, said, I don't, you know, I don't judge people for hybrids. I'm already. I, I need to start saving for Daytona now, dude. I have too much stuff to save for. So that's another big thing I'm planning in 2022 is hopefully going to Arizona. Oh, really? Yes. With that's, who? I hope. I. You know what, man? I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, I'm You're just hitchhike. No, I'm not gonna hitchhike. You're just planning. Gonna go. You're it's just in gonna the land early phase. No, I'm planning it like, out now with Arizona. the peeps. All right, I'm just not gonna jinx it yet. All right, oh. gotta work some stuff out. Gotta make sure we can make it happen first. Well, I can tell you is like when it came to Texas, like have a a budget in mind as far as money, and then like double it. Yeah, especially because if we go, if we go for the period that we want, we might be there for like over a week. So it'll be a it'll be a hell of a trip. Mm -hmm. But that's why we're starting the plan now. So I have. I'm hoping that I can get a female uh, Madeira Canyon Bairds. Chris, so he sent me a mail. It's Davis Mountains, but I have the mail, and I'm actually thinking I'm going to try and pair that mail with the female that I got the first clutch from. That's supposed to be, you know, a Mexican Bairds, but she doesn't really look the part. Like I'm slowly becoming convinced that maybe that pair, like they do have in the not too distant family tree, like they do have Mexican Bairds in them, but I don't think they're right. full blown Mexicans, so. I might pair her to that male just to kind of see what happens because I'm interested to see what that that wild caught blood might do to change things. Like I do want to tinker with Baird some when it comes to you know not just locality specific stuff. Like, so you're I'm not worried the... about getting backlash from the locality people. No, one, no, because no one's keeping Baird. No one cares. That's the beauty of it. I can do whatever I want. Mm. I don't have to worry about the the locality police. The loca I don't know, man. Locality bears. police are starting to look at Bairds a little bit. I you wish better, they would. You better watch out. You better watch out, boy. No, because get some flack. Like I've said, I'm gonna do it the Billy Hunt way. So he has his core stuff that he's pairing, but then he'll have like an extra female of something else, an extra male of something else, and he'll pair those. And sort. So he still has the the pure locality stuff for the single line stuff, but then he has the Carpondros and the Jag Pondros. And the, you know, the Tiger Peterson crosses and like, so I'm going to do it that way. 
but I do want to pair this male to this female to kind of see what happens. And eventually, not this year, but probably the following year, because I just want to do the Loma Altas this year. I do want to try and I want to play with the hypo gene with the Loma Alta stuff. Oh, that's dude. one of the bigger that picture sort of be... ideas that I want, to, I want yeah. to tinker with and play with. That would be really interesting. Dude, I bet you that thing would be pink. I'm like, I'd be more going for like a white. You think? I don't know. That's kind of what I'm interested in cause too. Because that, that's what I think. Like, because the Loma Altas have like that really the, that I know they're really silver, but they also have like that like in between mm-hmm. the scales type of orange. And like, I'm wondering if like yeah, that, that would that, really like that bring out like some major reds. Because I bet you that's what it would be <clears> like a almost white with like the red undertones, like where that you know, like long term with the bears. Sort of what I'm super curious to see. And I mean, this is like not even on a timeline. This is just like between now and the time I die when I'm breeding Bairds, I do want to see what the different sort of localities and phenotypes as far as like Western Bairds versus Eastern Bairds do with the hypo look. Because I have that bigger male that I got at Daytona Mm. the first time too. And he's an adult. He's in cooling right now, but he's not going to get bred this year because I don't don't plan on breeding him this year. I just cooled him just because. But then I have that other uh, hypo that came from Matt Most. And I feel like that one's going to look considerably different from the other male. Mm. It's got a lot more sort of going on pattern-wise and stuff than the the other male did at that Mm -hmm. same size. So I'm super curious to see over time sort of what the the sweet spot is as far as like, is it Loma Altas in hypos that sort of make them look a certain way? Is it... um, you know, Edwards or Davis or any of that other stuff that sort of tweaks it and makes it look a certain way. And, and even with like the Mexican stuff sort of playing around with that too. I really think I know that, that's kind that, of that, blasphemy, but I think that would be really <clears throat> interesting though, because the Mexicans to me stand out more than anything, yeah, even though no, the Loma Altas I think are the, the most the Mexicans, you would almost think we're a different species. Yeah. Like the Loma Altas to me are the most like, wows you know of mm-hmm. the of the bears but the mexicans stand out almost stand out the most like mm-hmm. as far as like looking different so like i would really wonder what the hypo does to the the mexican mm-hmm. bears you know those i really like the mexicans honestly yeah. I, I want i want some of those whenever you and then i mean are you pairing those this year mexicans? no no that pair will should be ready for the 2024 three season hmm. um i have that other that original pair that i got this clutch from this year but like i said i don't think those are 100 percent true mexicans i think they just have some mexican blood in them mm-hmm. um at least the male does for sure he looks much more like the stereotypical sort of male bears the female not so much um but then you know we have the me and chris have the annery project that we went in on together you know, that's going to be another minimum of two years out, but doing the same thing with that and plugging that into some of the other stuff, like mm-hmm. plugging that into Loma Altos, you know, yeah. just sort of just playing with it, man. I feel like no one's at least not that I'm aware of. I'm sure someone has done it, but it, it seems to me that no one's really taken the time to sort of plug things into other things and see sort of what comes out the other side kind of deal. And I don't know, over time, we'll we'll find out. And then just continuing, you know, with the the local corns, continuing to sort of play with that and see what 
what comes, you know, down the line when I I have four holdbacks and they do mine are looking nice. Yeah, man. yeah, those are things that they, like they started out super dark when they came out of the egg, and then they got a really deep red, and then yeah. I had some that kind of started lightening up a little bit, but then they shed and they started getting a deeper red again. Like they've been Mine, kind of ping ponging back deep, and forth. Mine's in a deep red yeah. to shed. She's real, real. So my plan is is to pair some some clutch mates and some siblings together and then pairing you know one of the males back to the female just sort of once again playing with that and seeing what happens when you you know you you line breed those f1s you know to the the parents and it's just a fun it's fun little projects like that that i love man yeah you know there's no pressure it's just Fun to see what happens, and then there's all the morph stuff. Obviously, I've got those uh, Tessera candy cane or Tessera het candy cane het honey that pair that I got from uh Lee Abbott at Daytona. Those will be ready next year. Pretty anxious to see what happens with that. Um, I have that male candy cane Tessera. I would like to get a female candy cane for him at some point, but I also have the that pair from from Mike Kosicki, um, which aren't Miami like aren't candy canes which is you know a miami uh amel more or less um tying them into that and seeing just how white you can get you know some of those corns and stuff yeah. so that with the honeys and uh i have that little five gene demon from chris that could get plugged into pretty much anything and who knows what would happen with it you know it's just i don't know i'm sure i'll end up getting some more stuff from jt next year he's got some pretty sweet pairings in the works um jessica Hare, she's got some miamis that i've been eyeballing you know and either her or uh what's her name carol from low belly reptiles she's got some of the best miami stuff around too so man there's just that's that's why i'm i'm really loving the you know the corns right now especially because there's just so many directions you can go with something like there are no limits like that's that's the the coolest part and it, i want to have the same approach that i had with cresteds of like taking things from opposite ends of the color spectrum and putting them putting them together and seeing what happens and then right. you know with the honey stuff especially you know I, I would like to get some more honey uh really anything um and i really need at some point i need to get just a a straight just sun-kissed male or female to plug into yeah. stuff too because that sun kissed is sort of the secret sauce with some stuff it's kind of like wamina or biak and gondros mm-hmm. you know just really throws a curveball same with cinder i'd like to get a a cinder of some sort you know just some of the base stuff that you can toss into things that sort of blends things a little bit and stirs look at up. you getting all rehearsed in i'm your trying morphs, man oh, i'm trying so you pay attention and you read things and you talk to people and you know the hardest part for me is when I hatch stuff, sort of knowing what exactly. Yeah, is going no, because I, I have one pair. Like I have the three pairs of corns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have three pairs, and then like an extra female. Uh, that's the Hernando County. Um, but one of my pairs is a morph pair. It's a Annery Tessera and an Annery, but they're het for. All types I think, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think those are actually siblings to the one that I have from Chris. Oh, is it? I think so, because she's not an Annery. No, she's not. But she's had for like five different things. Yeah, it's no, ridiculous. she's had for like Motley and Stripe and like two, three other things. See, see, I've, you know it's what? It's in I've, my notes. I'd have to look. I wrote it down. <laughs> what I've been doing 
and I don't know if this is just dumb or not, but I've been doing like keeping track of the lineage of corns like I have been the chondros. I don't know if that's overkill or not. Some people might think it is. Uh, let's see that female. What did he say she was? Here's the document. She's a Het Ultramel, Het Motley, Het Hypo, Het Annery. From an Ultramel Motley Tessera Het Annery to a Ghost Tessera. So, a lot of interesting stuff there. Yeah. Um, I have no doubt that I'll be getting more stuff from Chris, too. You know, because Chris is just... Yeah. He's got some awesome stuff in the works in the pipeline, too. So Yeah, he's got... I'm going to get... I might add, uh, he's got some picture office that I still need to add and a couple of rat snakes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah uh, Chris is the man. Like I said, <laughs> I'm Chris's biggest fan girl. Yeah. And you know what else would be interesting too? So some of those North Carolina, like mountain locality sort of corns that have that grayish background with the, you know, the sort of lighter Oak Brown saddles. Yeah. What I thought would be interesting is to tie that into some of those sort of classic Miami looking animals that have that same grayish background, but it's that deeper maroon. Cause I find it interesting that like they're so far apart, but there is, you know, some similarity in the color palette. And so I want to, I'm interested to see what happens if you put those together. Um, so that may be something I do too at some point. I don't know when that's going to be. That may not be next year, but that's something that's on my radar. Yeah. Um, you know, after having the the Nido and Crypto talk the other night on Snakes and Stogies, I'm definitely much more apt to to go for babies, which I kind of already always have been. Yeah. Um, but even more so now, knowing that that's kind of the one of the safer routes to go in terms of bringing new stuff in. So that's kind of going to be the plan. It's just one of those things where you got to have the uh, what's up, Eric? Podfather. Um, it's gonna be one of those things where you kind of have to have the, hey. the be looking long range, you know, down right. the, down the way. You gotta have the the long range vision on things and and just wait. But it seems like with corns, it doesn't feel as as bad because they grow so quick and it feels like you almost blink in their you know their adult sizes. I feel they like with do, chondros, it's, it's like, crazy. do you grow at all? Yeah, it's crazy, man. I actually fed everything before I came over here. For one, that's been the biggest thing to get used to with colubrids is remembering to feed them more often. I don't even think you really need to. Though, dude, man. I'm on like, a carpet schedule, man. They can't have that carpet schedule. I don't, I don't, I don't feed. think there's anything wrong with it. I've had because some of the corns I have, so the you know that shell point female and that ladies island female, like they're pretty chunky. Like they could. Yeah, I think as adults, I think as season. adults, it's different. I think once they're established, they're adults. Like, I think colubrids can get fat very easily. And I, I don't think they need as big as meals so often as they think, as some people think. Personally, my colubrids, I don't plan on once they hit adult size, I plan to give them like the same like amount of food, like that once a week type of deal or 10 days. But it's going to be small meals. I don't you know, if even that, you know, but it's going to be smaller stuff. You know, these things don't need medium rats. You know, that's, that's, that's too much. But even, um, I mean, even those babies, those ladies island babies, man, like I look at them now and I'm like, they're freaking big considering yeah, that they were just hatched in what, August? 
like I open the tub and I'm like, oh my god, like you're gonna have to get bumped up soon. Like this yeah. is is crazy. Yeah. And maybe and I don't like I said, maybe upgrade. it's just I'm not used to like I'm used to the Condra thing where things just kind of take their time. And that's another thing I'm super excited for is that Condra from Luke. Yeah. Have you seen some of the other like David and one of the like uh, one or two of Luke's holdbacks are like freaking black already, dude. Jeez. See if I can find it. You're getting one from him? I have one from him. Oh, you have but one? But mine hasn't even come where anywhere close to that. It's that size? That's oh a clutch, wow! That's a clutch me. Jeez, oh. and mine isn't getting any of that yet. But I think it's going into a shed cycle, so it's going to be interesting to see if it does. Mm. And then the one that David has is, I think, even darker than that. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, Jeez. like it's wild, man. So I don't, I don't know, and. It's kind of funny that that's the case because one of the other, you know, two of the ones I got from his very first clutch, one of them held onto that yellow way longer than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if this one's going to be sort of a late, late changer. Um, it's yet to be seen. So, uh, Vartek, what? Uh-huh. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's going to be sweet because that's a uh, so that's got some of the Irby crazy train blood in it, which is going to be really fun to, to play with down the line. Um, I'm still sort of trying to decide the route I want to go with Condros next year if I do end up breeding. Um, that's another one where I, I just I get so tempted to just put Biok in everything just to see what happens. <laughs> just to. Just to see yeah. what happens. I have that red yeah. male that's, you know, he's should be primed and ready to go by the time they're ready. Well, I mean, he's probably primed now, but by then for sure, I think he'll be he'll be looking for chickies. Man, I remember when you had him in that little Exoterra back in the day. Is that one right? I think mm, that might have been a different one because I think this one I really? raised up in a tub. That one you're you're thinking of, I got that at a, at you a had, Columbia show. You had two of them when I first met you. You had two Condras and Exos, and one of them died. Okay, then. So I thought it was the other one. Maybe it is. It must be because he's the only other red neonate that I had. So yeah, yeah. I That's don't know. Crazy, it's yeah. He's it, it's an even that one has recently hit a growth spurt. You know, it's it seems with chondros that once they hit sort of they get to that two and a half, maybe maybe three year old mark. And I don't know if it's females or if it's just males, because I've only seen it in my in males. But like they hit this spurt where like in a month, it seems like they almost double in size. Yeah, I don't do car. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed that with pop ones, but like they almost hit sexual maturity and then they just freaking explode. Mm. And then they just kind of coast from there because. I remember opening the tub a couple of weeks ago and thinking like, when did you get that big? Yeah. You know, I look at you every day, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I have been tempted to pair the cyania up again. I was going to the other night. Even with all the drama going on well, with that bullshit. I, I that, figured. I didn't even know you still had cyania. I still have I my you, cyania. I thought you got rid They're of it. They're going to Terry, but Terry, I'm waiting on 
Terry has to finish building his building before we can go up there. Mm. Um, so I'm not in a hurry. I think he's saying, it'll, you know, it keeps kind of getting pushed back. Um, yeah, he's a busy guy. Materi- so and materials is, are very expensive right I now. I figured, so. like, I could pair them. And by the time that, like, Terry's ready to go, she'll be good, like, have laid... You know, but then I I was gonna do it the other night, but then I thought about it, and I was I don't know if I'm going to or not, because then like that on top of what I'm gonna pair, and when you're dealing with pickier feeders like that, you know, am I gonna be overwhelming myself? Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Space is gonna be a thing. I don't want to be in a hurry to have to sell cyania babies, right. um, to make room for other stuff. I'm still trying to decide exactly what I want to pair. Like if I want to do the the thorn scrubs, um, you know, the bimaculata, I'm going to give a shot. The Dion's I'm going to give a shot. I, I, the Dion's I think will produce no problem. I don't, I'm not terribly worried about that, but those on top of, you know, the two pairs of corn snakes, two pairs of bairds, like that's a lot. And I guess kind of the saving grace with the bairds is they do have smaller clutches, like bigger eggs, smaller clutches compared to the corns, which are going to have bigger clutches of smaller eggs. So. Yeah. I don't know. Should I pair this with thorn scrubs? Guide me. Do it. I don't see her producing a very big clutch either. I mean, worst case, dude, like if you produce like too much, you, you need... just give them to me, man. No, like I, I mean, I could take like a rack or something. Like if you just didn't have space in your room, because I'm probably going to have a lot of space here soon. So if you if you produce too many babies, you need to house them with me. I could do that probably, but don't assume. That's another that. thing on the on the docket for next year is getting getting some more black box stuff. Oh yeah, dude, I have a lot of that's got to have stuff I want to do with that. I need I need another XR sixteen. Need another V seventy. I need some cages. The Aggies are going to need an upgrade. The females growing like. A freaking weed the male's growing too but man that female that little girl she's like almost double what she was when i got her really? yeah and it's they're they're funny little animals man like before i i would hold my hand at the opening of the cage and i would have the tongs and have them come out onto my hand to eat mm. they very quickly figured that trick out and now they like they'll come to the edge and they'll see my hand. They'll be like, no, and they'll turn around and go like, they, Oh, I thought you were going to say they immediately jump no, onto your hand no, to get food. No. Dude, they go the other direction. Even the male now he's like before he wouldn't really seem to care, but now he's like, nah. hmm, so, that's odd. I thought they yeah, would have warmed up to it. Like, Oh, his hand means food. Like uh, they're still small. And I don't, yeah, I haven't true. fed them by hand because I know they're going to keep grabbing me instead of the actual yeah. food. well no but i mean like getting them onto your hand and tong feeding them like you know i thought they would have you know caught on to that being yeah i mean they're i mean they did catch on just they're in the, figuring in it the, out the yeah. wrong way i don't know it's just taking some time i think they're just yeah, they're no. still small so yeah. i'm not too worried about it over time as they get bigger i think they'll get more confident they'll get more comfortable and they'll they'll do it um you know they're still they're still going strong now they're still fun it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to put a get a cage together for them and build it and have all the cool stuff and mm-hmm. eventually maybe get eggs, you know, and little baby Aggies again, which will be nice. Cause I'll have that set up still. And I'll, you know, if I have babies, I could just set them up in that, that thing can house a handful of them. I'm sure. Oh, no yeah. problem. 
Oh yeah, no. Because they come out. I mean, they're you forget how small they are when they're they come so out, tiny. man. I mean, they're not big lizards, though. They're not, but it's it always seems like it's kind of hard to gauge from pictures and video just how big they are or how small they are, rather. Like in my mind, they're they're bigger than they actually are as adults. It's one of those things where you kind of have to see it firsthand to really grasp the reality of it. I would like in a, a, a comparison to a bearded dragon. Like, I don't know I if think ever, I've, the, I don't think I've ever seen an adult Aki. Is it about the size like of a beardy or body wise? I think they're about the same. It's a just a lot longer. more tail. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's kind of what I was envisioning. Oh, shit. Christian Parr. But um, I don't know. Inlands would be nice, too. I don't know if those will happen next year. I'm really not in any hurry with those. Yeah, you haven't talked about Inlands in a while. Pretty much where I'm at is I need to get black box stuff because I can't really expand it to anything else um, until that happens. And then, I mean, there was... Uh, the wife and I talked about you know getting a shed... I don't know if that's going to happen next year. I'm not banking on it, but who knows? If I happen to win in one of the scratch-offs that I buy, maybe. Get the little dollar scratch-offs. Christian needs diamonds. I would like to have diamonds, but I, I just like with the bamboo rats and stuff, too, I can't keep them cool enough. Yeah. Like, there's nowhere, unless I put them somewhere openly in the house where the cat can get to things and you know they're they're not matching the rest of the decor in the house so the wife sees them <laughs> i can't keep them in my room it's like it's just yeah. too warm like i i feel bad for the friggin' rhinos as warm as it is now in there with the aki cage it's crazy um yeah it's there's stuff that i literally like i, I it doesn't work with my room so it's good that you can acknowledge that though <clears throat> Like, I, I don't want to have to keep things in my closet. I don't want to have to keep things in my bedroom. You know, I want it all to be contained. I still got to talk to Reed about those uh, damn beaded's. Are you still supposed to get beaded? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that would before be, I left, dude. That like... would be cool, but they would pretty much have to go in here. And my Until original winter. idea was to have like a backdrop, like a bigger cage with them in it. Like something like what the male brettles is in, but taller and a little deeper. Because they Why do taller? they do climb a little more. Like they are a little more, I won't say arboreal, but they, they do. But they need over a four foot tall cage? I'd want them to have, I mean, I'd like to have them something bigger to where they, they'll use it. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like, like height wise. I don't think you would need anything taller than what the Brettles was in. That thing was almost five I mean, feet tall. Either taller. that or put them on something so that they can, you can see them. Oh well, yeah, roaming and doing their thing. I don't. I need to. I haven't. I need to call Reed. I haven't talked to Reed in a long time. He's a busy guy too. So we need to go up there. That needs to happen. Yeah. He keeps saying we need to go up there and hang out with him, and I keep saying we do, and then it doesn't. Um. So tell me when, man. That would be a fun little trip. You know, I'm always down for a road trip, Smitty. And we need to go to the Serpentarium. 
Yeah, they're closed though. I think in this yeah when they open back up. Yeah. See if we can maybe get like a, a tour, a behind the scenes tour. What makes you think we'll be able to get a behind the scenes? I don't tour? know. Because we have a podcast. Yeah. You just go walk up, be like, "Hello, I'm Justin hey, Smith, or Better Don't you podcast. know who I am? You don't recognize me. You don't recognize my face. Don't you know don't my voice? voice. <laughs> we could just get Christ. Phil to do it. Anybody would do anything for Phil if you asked him. Dude, Phil, all Phil would have to do is give him that little smirk and a little bat of the eyes. Phil would have him, have him there. Phil's just got to ask politely, give him a little, give him his look. I, he said he didn't have, it's too soon to be able to do his night before Christmas thing again. So he's like, do you have any ideas? I was like, dude, dress up like the Grinch and get your wiener dog dressed up with little antlers like the Grinch's dog was. <laughs> it's perfect. That'd be hilarious. And do a reading of that. Paint yourself green. But I don't think he was down for it. So. <laughs> he's on his own. Um, uh, but I don't think there's anything else. Yeah. My my pod decks really crashed and burned. Thanks. Quite the hell is my <laughs> fault? I tried. I asked you I'm questions sorry. and you. I did. I answered all of them. <sighs> the, I mean, there was one I didn't answer very well. But Jesus, I tried. Anyways, thank you all yep. for 2021. It was a good year. Thank you all for like three quarters of 2021. <laughs> thank you for having me for three quarters of 2021. You're the best. I love you. We will see everyone next month. See you next year. See you uh, next year. Be a nice break. And yeah. I know we're we're really leaving on a high note with this one, and that is sarcasm. The NPR show is full of people in life, and then there's this. Well, that was a depressing way to put it. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. You're welcome <laughs> for this really rough episode. I didn't think it was that bad, was but right. when you put it like that, I don't Jesus. Know. You didn't even finish the cigar. No, I did. I smoked most of it. I didn't think it was that bad, Jesus. You just talked about it here in the rear. You're the one that had to pull out the deck of cards. I thought it was cool. Fuck. I'd been eyeballing them for a while, and I finally said I was going to do it. So, you know, we'll use those. There's other ones that have good questions for like guests and stuff. We'll break that out at a later date and maybe, maybe just that, maybe Brots won't ruin it. Maybe <laughs> maybe that could be a thing for the new year. Every guest we have on, we have to ask them a question, a series I, of questions out of the deck. I may have to just go through and delete that whole section. I don't know. I'm not going to. We don't do that here. You get what you get. Yeah. It's, it's as is. Yeah. Take it or leave it. <sighs> I'd leave it. Dude, we've, <laughs> we've had a lot. We've had a long couple months. So, yeah. So, Snakes and Stogies will be back. We'll be back. Cornstarch will be, be back. back. There is going to be one more episode of Lizard Brain Radio 10 days from now on the 26th. So, that will be there. That will be live. Um, other than that, 
Thank you. Have a Merry Thank Christmas. Y'all. Have a Happy New Year. All that good jazz. All that good stuff. Thank you to everybody that tuned in for the live. Thank you to everybody who lasted to the end. Y'all are the real ones. Sorry. <laughs> Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>